You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Dominion After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dominion After Show. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Dominion here at AfterBuzz TV. We're talking episode 107, Aurora Boris. I think I mispronounced that, but we're talking about it anyway. Um... (laughs) We got a crazy episode tonight. We got an ancient look at Michael, a.k.a. the Flood. <laughs> That's what I'm just calling from now on. Yeah. He's just the Flood. That's like his wrestler name, the Flood. <laughs> um, we got Gabriel finding his way into Vega. There's murder afoot. Mm-hmm. Lots of angel murder. Alex is trying to evict people with magical exorcism powers. And the saddest murder of all. Uh, I'm still crying inside. Yeah. I'm still crying inside. Keep it on the inside. We're all crying inside. Um, so much to talk about, but I'm very excited to welcome. Uh, we have, we're going to be having a guest on the show. Yeah. Um, via phone. Via phone. Um, yeah. Very excited. Uh, Anton, the, the the man who played Furyad, Furyad will be joining yeah. us in just a few minutes. Um, so, guys, just first reactions to this episode. What did you think, like, overall? Um, I actually like this episode. I think it was a real improvement from last uh, last week. I think it got us um, a really um, nice look at who everyone is, and we got a surprise, a big old surprise that I loved, and some hot scenes. Yeah. Yes. But you know what I forgot? What I, forgot? I got so excited about who this episode. Who are you people? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm your host, Zach Wilson, the the guy who's just, like, super excited about ancient uh, Michael stuff going yeah. on. Next to me, I have... I'm Yell Teagle, the one who's re- super excited about the hot Noma stuff going on. <laughs> There's nothing like some hot... Well, we will get into yeah. the spoiler later. <laughs> mm. And I'm Liz Rishmaui. What are you excited about? Everything. <laughs> can't beat everything. I'm Tari Miller. I'm excited about sweet, sweet lion time. Aww. Yeah. He just likes to make us sad. (laughs) It's rude. Yeah. Poor lion. I can go home and snuggle with my cat after this. Um, But yeah, yeah, I agree. I think tonight's episode was was far better than last week. Mm -hmm. Um, It was, we got more of like a story like an arc of a story going on. There's there's evil afoot. There's intri- there's intriguing drama between characters yeah. that we're that we're getting between because Gabriel. We're finally seeing Gabriel's side a little bit, and I think that's really interesting because we could see why someone might be drawn to him to mm-hmm. his side mm-hmm. finally. And also, just I mean, we're going to get into it more later when we're doing the uh, actual recap, but. I found it so interesting. You know, we see this evil side of Michael that we'll be getting into, but. We also see a side to Gabriel that you didn't think existed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he's the good guy or something. What about you, Tari? What did you think? Um, I 
Um, I liked a lot of it. Like I, I did enjoy the like murder mystery part. Um, I, how do I like? I liked that we got to see a lot more of Michael's emotion. Like when we started, he was very uh, stoic, even killed, killed. Um, they yeah. killed him. Um, but now you get to see him kind of being a rage monster, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, very, very interesting stuff going on. So um, we open up on the, the Babylonian desert, 1900 BC, 4,000 years ago. Wait. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was just so great with the d- full th- time math. Um, <laughs> I can do basic math. It was about 3,900 years ago. Something like that. Yes. Okay. So that whole reverse thing with the BC and then that AD. Yeah. But either way, we get Michael <laughs> walking through in, like, in the desert um, with his like big sword. He's got hair, like a lot of it. Dude. <laughs> Which was, I just hear like a grandpa talking, that was the style at the time. It looked silly. You also missed the entire massive sea of a whole bunch of different people. Yeah. Why did I miss it? I was Body just focused parts. on Michael. Yeah. Right. I honestly want to know, though, if you slaughtered everybody with a sword, why are there like dismembered body parts that look like they were blown off people? Because that's how hard he strikes. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah, he's like he could have punched them off. <laughs> and maybe just for maybe he used his razor sharp angel wings a couple times because right. they were all coming at him at once. He's just like, yeah, I see. Yet I can slice you. And you know, guys, you know who else is really good with a sword? Who else who? is really good with a sword? Our guest, wings. Anton Jeff 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 Jeffta. I apologize, <laughs> Anton, but welcome to the after show. Hey guys. Hey. Hey. Um. So thank thank you so much for joining us. I know it's very early because you're in uh, South Africa. Is that correct? That's right. I'm in Cape Town, Cape Town, South Africa. Yeah, which it's is about where seven twenty five a.m. <laughs> good morning. So good morning to you. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much. I know we are all uh, we all can sympathize with uh, having to wake up so so early. Yeah. Um, no worries. Um, but so the last time uh, we just want to talk to you a little bit about the, your experience working on the show because it, it filming so far away is always very interesting on location. Uh, I have, this is the first mainstream TV show I think that I've seen that's shot in South Africa, especially entirely. Yeah. Um, how did you wind up? How did how did the audition process go? How did you wind up working on the show? Um, well, they went auditioning throughout South Africa for for the role that they saw some South Africans could, could fill. Um, and then, I, yeah, like everybody else, I just auditioned over here in Cape Town. I spoke to Vaughn afterwards. He just said that um, I sort of suited the look for Fury at immediately when he saw me <laughs> on the audition tape, which is a nice thing. I, I hope my acting had a bit of something to do with it as well. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, it's... Um, it was such an awesome thing just to get that call afterwards to say that I got the part for Fury. It was, I remember the day. It was fantastic. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a fun. It's always a fun call to get. Like, hey, yeah, you know that thing you really, really wanted. <laughs> um, so after you yeah, got the part, that air punch moments. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so after you got the part, uh, what kind of research did you did you do to get ready for this? Because I know uh, I don't believe Fury Ad is actually in the Bible listed as an angel so what did you do to prepare for the role yeah um well scott stewart the the director he was kind of 
pedantic and very precise about what he wanted, so which made the process for me much easier. I mean, he, from the get-go, when he met me, explained to me that he wanted, for example, Furyad's to be quite slick and his movements had to be quite fluid. So I think uh, the biggest challenge for me was getting in shape in that way. Like I think being able to get that movement that he, that they required for Furyad to look as as one always like to say as badass as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah, there was a lot of choreography involved, a lot of. Uh, a lot of uh, research into how to work in with a sword, for example, because I hadn't worked with a sword before in my life. I don't think a lot of people has. That's so cool. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you that, was, that was probably the biggest challenge for me, the research on how to fight and how to do some sword work. And Well, it definitely yeah. looked natural. You looked like you've been doing it for uh, about 3,000 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how many... Thank you, Thank you so much. How long um, did you get to train with the sword fights and stuff? Like, how many actual, like, weeks or time span did you uh, take to do that kind of choreography training? Because it looked very, you know, like we said, it looked like you've been doing it for a while. I wonder how much time they actually gave you from when you got the role and when they started filming. Yeah, we had time constraints was actually quite, yeah, the pressure was on because... <laughs> Thinking back, I think it was about three weeks to a month wow. before the, the epic fight scene, like the, yeah, the the one that you see in the pilot mm -hmm. between myself and Michael, which I think was sort of quite a, a showstopper. <laughs> yeah, uh, so definitely. They, and, and so, what was yeah, that process? That, that one was quite. That was myself and and, and Palmer had to be in rehearsals uh, quite a few times a week and get together and practice and. Again, we had such an amazing uh, stunts team who who helped us through the whole process. So it became more of a dance than anything else. After like a few wooden swords to the head, and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was it's quite cool. Yeah, That's I awesome. imagine you learn quickly when somebody's swinging a metal blade at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you sort of have to, otherwise you get like I did once or twice bumped and knocked in the head. So the last time we saw Furyad, um, he was basically getting reprimanded mm -hmm. for yeah. for the fight scene because he stabbed Michael and then broke the sword and left. Um, mm -hmm. Is Furyad coming back at all? I know we we liked him as a character, but we were not sure quite where he went. Um. Yeah, I mean, I. We have this thing about trying to stay clear from being spoilers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to tell everybody, just like, yeah, keep a lookout, keep watching out, keep your eyes in the heavens, Furyad makes it turn. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, Furyad, I mean, on that, just to hit a bit more on that point, he's quite resolute and, like, while he is on Gabriel's side, he's also quite a bit of an individualist, you know, like, strong-minded and headstrong, so... Yeah, I and you he just going out. He, he felt a bit that almost bored of Gabriel's tedious methods to the, this extermination process of mankind. So he took it upon himself to go and fight Michael. Hmm. And that's where also you probably you guys got a first glimpse into Gabriel's love-hate relationship for Michael. While he wants to to exterminate or get the process going, he. He ends up reprimanding Furyad for, in fact, stabbing Michael, which is quite 
peculiar. Mm. Yeah. So, so when you um, when you took over the part, did you what did what kind of backstory in your mind does Furiad have? Like before this war, like before twenty five years ago, what was he doing? Did he want a war, or is he just sort of along for the ride? Of yeah, like I said, Fury is quite a hothead. Like I, I, I assume that he'd probably been a general of like of the armies. In mm-hmm. the I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, he'd, he'd probably been the general of the army, whereas Gabriel and Michael had probably been seen as well, obviously soldiers as well, but more of royalty, more as royalty, you know. Hmm. And um, yeah, he definitely has a hate for mankind, for sure. And uh, yeah. Well, it sounds it sounds great. I mean, it's especially great to get like your take on the character because we only got a limited amount of time with him, and yeah. It, yeah. he's one of those characters that, that we can tell there's so much more to he's, learn about. He's one of those mm-hmm. characters yeah. that even though we haven't seen as much of him as the other characters, we really like him, which is why we're kind of like, oh, <laughs> tell us, <laughs> <laughs> because I really want to see yeah. more of him. He's one of the most fascinating characters that I liked automatically as soon as he appeared on the show, so I do hope that we get to see more of you. (laughs) I appreciate that. Yeah, I've been totally blown away and overwhelmed by by the response I've been getting from from those who have been following Dominion. It's totally exceeded my expectation. (laughs) The show has has absolutely developed a rabid fan base. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Do you guys have any other questions for Anton? Um. Well, as of right now, um, since the filming, I don't, you know, I think it'll probably be a while before they start shooting for season two. They're still waiting to hear about season. Yeah. Hashtag uh, Renew Dominion. Yes, but um, <laughs> yeah, we just fingers crossed for for renewal. Yeah. <laughs> but um, do you have any um projects that you're working on in between Dominion that you'd want to pitch out to us that we can maybe keep a lookout for you? At the moment, I'm involved in a in a theater production over here in Cape Town. It's our women's festival next week. So I've been doing a bit of theater and traveling around with that. Oh. But uh, I also do a bit of like voice work and involved with some local commercial and infomercial work in, in Cape Town over here. But uh, I'd actually like to get out to LA soon, to be honest with you. And you I can... might head out there before November this year for a couple of weeks. Ah, and you'll come on the show. Yeah. And you'll come on the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. Um, live. <laughs> well, Anton, I want to thank you so much for joining us. This is—it's been great getting to know you and your take of the character. If if the listeners want to keep up with you, is that, do you have a Twitter or anywhere that they can follow you? Um, yeah, you're very welcome. Firstly, and everybody can—you can follow me on King. It's at King David underscore one eight. Mm-hmm. Great. All right, great. So we'll, uh, yeah, so at King David underscore 18. Guys, if you want to follow yeah. him. Uh, Anton, again, sure. thank you so much for joining us. It's been fantastic. Uh, and we look forward to maybe getting Furyad back. And <laughs> some more, as I like to get excited about winged combat. <laughs> <laughs> thank is, you so much, guys. It was so good to be on the show. And yeah, sleep tight. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Have a good day. Have a good one. Bye. Take care. Aww. All right, that was that was fun. Yeah, like uh, because uh, like we said, it's not we don't get a lot of time with him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. there is a rich backstory to characters like that, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. the like the the not real angels that like don't have a constructed one. I just want to hear him talk more. 
<laughs> this is, this is voiceover work. I'm like, tell me more. Where I can hear your voiceover work? Go to Cape Town and listen to commercials, right? Yeah. Just, just tell me. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of the the ancient angels that we don't have a lot of, but we, you know, who we do see a little bit of. And this is some angels that do have a familiar backstory: Uriel yeah. and Gabriel. Mm-hmm. We get all three of them back in this episode, run, like running around doing their thing. Um, Gabriel is has found his way into Vega. By possessing a higher angel. Which, which surprises everyone. Yeah, because nobody thought that that was possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, I mean, they never really established that as a rule. Well, but they, I, guess I mean, it's this a, episode it's they did. Yeah. This episode, um, Uriel even says, like, no, he can't do that. He's not strong right. enough. Right. But apparently. But it's not is. to say that it's impossible. It just says one person has to be very strong to do it. Yeah. Right. Um, but I thought it was very interesting. They get, little pig, little pig, <laughs> let me in. I'm like, uh-huh. really? <laughs> well, he really doesn't. Cool. He really doesn't like Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel Lewis. like he's. I mean, he's very familiar with the the stories that the humans know because you know, little pig, little pig, let me in, and yes. and, and the Noah and the flood. He just seems very like he's been like really paying attention to the humans even before the war. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a big like. We're seeing his side of it for mm-hmm. the first time. So we're seeing that he's not just the bad guy. Because up until now, like, we know that he has, like, he's not a terrible guy. Like, he still loves his brother and stuff. Right. But he hasn't given us anything that suggests that we should want him to succeed at all. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, we're finally getting that. We're getting him protecting a little boy from getting his head sliced off yeah. by Michael. We're getting him pointing out that, like, Michael did some really dark stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually, uh, Tom Wisdom talked a little bit about at the panel last week. He's yeah. saying that they were going to get to see some of Michael's dark side. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's absolutely what we got. Um, what do you, I mean, so Gabriel is in Vega and just murdering people now. Yeah. Right. Well, specifically the higher angels that are hiding among. Well, yes. The neutrals that haven't chosen the side. Yes. yes. They're not a, people. You're either with me or you're <laughs> against me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what, I mean, do you guys think it's it's okay to be neutral in a war between, like, basically the heads of your people? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what kind of a silly question is that? Well, I mean, because, and I think someone said it at some point, that, like, it's not a war that they chose. Like, it's it's it would be the equivalent of uh, you and Yell starting a war um, and me and Liz deciding not to partake. But I wait, mean, what's because, their war about? Because this is important. Like, I feel like I need to know what the causes are because I be might honest. take a side let's be honest you'd both take my side Maybe. look if you're gonna live in my city <laughs> you're gonna fight on my side um well and that also is is kind of touched upon in that like in living amongst the vegans um <laughs> that's a terrible terrible name the vega Stick with black occupants yeah. um they have essentially chosen a side though it's more though it's they claim to be neutral it's more Michael neutral well I mean, I agree and I disagree. I mean, it's just that Gabriel really doesn't have, like... Again, he doesn't believe in neutrality. So, like, even if if they didn't care, it's like Michael's the only person that's really giving the option to be like, here, live in peace among people. Because, like it was mentioned in in the last episode, there's kind of a nothingness thing going on. People either have a choice whether to join or become part of the earth and partake in living on it 
or there's just nothingness. So these angels who have bodies because they're higher angels, you know, decide to live and they just want to live peacefully because as of for us all as we know right now, there is no heaven is closed. Mm-hmm. You know, like nobody's just kind of hanging up on there, you know, playing like Elimination or something. Yeah. Right. So, um, um, I was trying to think of ultimate frisbee. That's what I wanted to say. But I would argue <laughs> that um, they have a, as far as we know, they have two other places that they can live, uh, essentially un, unhindered, undetected, um, because they have bodies and they can't be detected by the sensors. And so, but they actively chose to live where Michael is residing. Yeah, because he's kind of protecting them. Yeah. I mean, Not very well. Well, I mean, what's interesting is that the, when we find out who was killed, it was the the medic, the banker, and engineer. Right. Like yeah. they're just doing stuff, stuff, yeah. um, just human jobs, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I think they chose to be neutral, and I think that even though they're living in Vega under Michael, they are neutral. Yeah, because remember again, this war. For as as silly as any cause is, it's just basically like God pieced out and now, you know, you have these two, the highest of high angels arguing about what to do and like kill all, you know, one's like Bender, kill all humans. The other one's just kind of like, no, leave them be. And it's like at this point, you know, the other angels are just sitting there like, well, what, why do we have to? What, what's going on? Like, yeah. where's God? Where, what do we do? So it's like it kind of seems like a silly point. There is nothing um there's nothing it wasn't like in the movie legion where god was like kill all humans so there's no point it's just these two you know higher ups basically arguing over something right so there's no real point you know no god's the the, the parents who, who he was just like look if you kids don't quiet down i'm going to go to disney world without you yeah. and he did it he he pulled the trigger he was like you guys are staying home i'm leaving that'd be hysterical <laughs> someone just like flashes forward out of vegas and like goes to disneyland and there's just like this one ride going <laughs> well what's what i find interesting is is bringing it back to legion is the, when we see at the end um michael and gabriel and uriel with all the dead bodies um and he says michael says that he was doing what he was told he was following orders mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. so interesting for anyone who's seen legion mm-hmm. because in legion the plot is that um, Gabriel comes down to kill all the humans because that's what he was told to do. Right. Ah. They flipped it. Yes. Ah. Well, that's what he said. And I mean, as uh, Vaughn explained to us, that Legion is not canon. Per right. Se. No, no, I know. But, but, but what I'm saying, I've, I'm sort of my take on Legion at this point is that Gabriel, when God went missing, mm-hmm. took, he basically decided, like, well, this must, if I, I have to decide, I have to make my decision now. God must want to wipe out people if he left. I think it was his decision his and not God. I think it was the fact that God went missing. Right. Yeah. But I was arguing that. Yeah. No, I'm, I disagree that, that Gabriel thought, well, God must have wanted this. And that's why he left. I disagree. I think God left for a different reason completely. Yeah. I think basically it's like a little kid thinking he can get away with something now that mommy and daddy aren't around. Ooh. Um but Gabriel has stated that he believes that if he kills all the humans, God will come back. In the meeting on the cliff, those yes, were his that's words. Right, mm-hmm. That's right. Mm. All right. Um, yeah. Dragon. So that's something. I mean, what do you guys think could cause that shift for Gabriel to go from, as we saw at the at the end of the the ancient Babylonian scene, 
he was protecting human humanity, saying like, "Why, why are you doing this, Michael?" Well, I think whatever the switch is, it switched both of them, and I think it's Uriel. Hmm. Well, I also want to say too, Wait. not for nothing, but a lot of things can happen in like, would we say, thirty nine hundred years? Oh yeah. Well, I'm asking, what do you, what do you guys think? What event could have caused them to switch sides like I this? I mean, well. 1900 BC, humanity hasn't been around that much, so he hasn't had time to like hate them. Right? Oh, that much in like oh. like angel years. Okay, Sorry. like they're like what? Oh, you just have revelation. I, yes. Okay, cool. What happened between Noah and now? Jesus. <laughs> That's what switched everything. No Jesus. No, I think honestly, if there's Noah, there's Jesus. No. I just, I just think. <laughs> what? Because uh, uh, he said no. I got See what it. I did? Okay, yeah. cool. Um. But no, what I was going to say is I think, I just think, again, it's just years and years of, you know, overpopulation, humanity becoming more, you know, uh, hateful and, and, and damaging everything. Like, look at the world, look at all the bad points of the world and what humanity causes, what humanity destroys, all the negative things, you know, after thousands and thousands of years of humanity just basically becoming this thing that is way far from perfect of whatever the creation was originally supposed to de- be by uh, God's standards. That's why Gabriel hates them. Mm. They are so imperfect, yet this is his favorite creation. This is what you go over. This is what you choose over us. So that stands up to my theory about why it was Jesus is that <laughs> God created. No, I'm dead serious though. Is that then, you know, God created Jesus and that was Jesus is his son. Jesus is the only child. And so the angels, oh, he was human. Hmm. Yeah. The yeah. angels felt like, what the F were your children? And that's where the switch happened. Boom. <laughs> I mean, I guess Vaughn could have been just. I'm like, just picturing Vaughn like listening, like, hmm. <laughs> Maybe I didn't think about that when that happened, but that's what I was thinking subconsciously. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome, Vaughn. Um, I mean, in my mind, it's closer to a. I, I guess Michael starts to see all the terrible things that humanity is doing to themselves, to each other, like World War II, uh, the Armenian genocide, like just all of these terrible, terrible things. And so he's like, I need to protect the weak. I need to protect the people who can't protect themselves. Whereas Gabriel sees it and he's like, look at these terrible things. These, all of these humans should die. Interesting. Right. Um, like he just see he groups them all together. You people are horrible to each other. You all need to go. Mm-hmm. We need to start over from scratch. Yeah. Michael thinks we can, that the good people are there and can be saved. Um, Let's move forward because I, I really <laughs> love this topic, but it's there's a lot to yes. talk about in this episode. Especially when you talked about like we need to start from scratch, and then I thought of like reproduction, and then I thought of something <laughs> that happens between two characters. Yes, Noma. Yes, Noma. <laughs> okay, so she walks into the shower room, <laughs> that like crazy shower room sure. that's just like begging for people to have sex in because it's co-ed. Yeah, um, and also there's just like a lot of shower heads, and it's just helpful. Um. <laughs> oh, okay. But, Continue. Yes. Wait. We, we skipped over a scene. No. We, no we're we're just, we'll get there. This. There. We'll get there. This is important. Mm-hmm. Hashtag no butt. Can Can I? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Please. Okay. So she. I just want to talk about. It. So she walks in, and and Alex is showering, and he's lathering himself up, and she ignores the fact completely that he's covered in the tattoos. 
ignores it. We're all yelling, yeah. like, what's going... When did we, we're like, did we <laughs> no, forget no. about a I, scene? I knew that we didn't forget about a scene, and I shouted, is she blind? And I yes, think the greatest really part <laughs> is when she then goes, or, like, talks, starts talking about the tattoos and goes, I'm not blind. Yeah, that's great. Like, oh, okay. Okay, good. So she's Thank answered. you for clarifying. Yeah. And, and that then, that was a little, like, hint there. Yeah. And then she starts caressing them, and then they start making out. And she what do you like to say? What do you like to say? Boom! Sex! Yeah. <laughs> and it was beautiful. And I want to say um, that Kim, who plays Noma, beautiful. Absolutely yeah. stunning. Great A. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. No, it was, a, it, was a, it, it, it was a really hot sex scene. Yeah. Um, it should have lasted longer. It was, we were like, whoa, sci-fi. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Side boob. Side boob. Side boob, lots of butt for everybody, but for everybody. Hashtag save side boob. (laughs) Renew side boob, sorry. Renew Renew side boob. Renew Noma butt. What? (laughs) Anyway, and then the big twist for Noma in this episode was when Gabriel, they're on top the the tower. Stratosphere. Stratosphere. Had we heard that before? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, they're at the stratosphere, and Noma just, like, walks in. She's like, Lewis, what are you doing? You're not supposed to be up here. Because he called both of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, But we're just like... Why is why she so chill? She's like, yeah, yeah, this is totally normal. Except for the, why are you up here? And then Gabriel kicks her out of the Gabriel, Gabriel slash Lewis. Lewis. And Gabriel as Lewis. Yeah. Well, they've seen the episode. They know what's going. I just on. want to make sure that we're clarifying. Yeah. And then she's falling really. No, she can. Die. I thought, if, like, I thought. Oh, well, me, I guess I Michael, Michael will show up and like save yeah. her. Right. Because I like, knew that she wasn't going to die. Or like, we'll learn that part of being the chosen one is you get angel wings or some craziness. Also crossed my mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then she <laughs> just flies away. Angel. I was, I was just picturing just now, like, in his desperate attempt to save her, he just reaches out and he's like, eviction. <laughs> like, maybe, like, if he saves her soul and the body's just destroyed, he can, like, implant the soul somewhere else. But no. <laughs> no. I know. The butt's too good to yeah. put in save that. Gotta save that butt. You can't put that on a different body. Yeah. <laughs> So um, she's and she's an even angel. hotter now that she has wings. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah. Which brings into point why maybe she acted so cool and nonchalant about seeing them in the first place. Oh, in the absolutely. She had to have yeah. known. She was watching him. Even Michael said, oh, I well, needed somebody to watch you. Yeah, that right. was the whole thing. I mean, it, it, imagine that if you're if that's your relationship that you now have to – it now calls into question – everything about like that relationship because yeah. she knew more about you than a she told you and b than you did well, yeah. well we know that they had a relationship in the past which means that she knowingly had this relationship with yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh kills me yeah i love it i think it's so scandalous it's like can angels <laughs> sleep with humans but they can well, well, yeah i mean michael michael, and Becca. michael doesn't like to Becca, just the rest limit of the it to one is, yeah yeah, he has his little orgy pack, who's now shipped off to Helena. Oh, the four cherries. <laughs> the four cherries. Yes, absolutely. Um, but so, while all the murder and stuff's going on, like, Becca finds the bodies. Now she's going to be experimenting mm-hmm. on yeah. uh, on the angels. Who knows what that will turn up for her. And we learn that um, Noma is the only higher angel left in Vega. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. she's still hidden. Yeah, well, and obviously because... Uh, oh. <laughs> what happened? But obviously because also um, 
you know, when they gave the message to Lewis to tell the other angels, don't try to jump over the fence because then they'll shoot you down. And then obviously it was Gabriel, so he didn't tell them. Right. Um, and instead, yeah. And they're all dead. Um, yes. I guess I can bring it up when we get back to the whole um, eviction stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, we at the top of this episode, we got um, – Alex training to do yes, more evictions. That was, mm-hmm. um, and that was, it's good that he's continuing. It's interesting that Michael is like helping him with this since mm-hmm. he seemed to think it was a futile. Well, I think, I think he's trying to train him and make him stronger. And the fact that he's able to have one read the prayer two got the prayer to somehow implant itself in his tattoos on him. So he now knows it for, yeah, mm-hmm. he doesn't need the book anymore. Yeah. yeah. And it's making him stronger as a chosen one, whatever that may mean. And um, it is something useful because if he can figure out how to do it, I think he's gotten further than he's ever. I think um, what he did to Clementine was further than anyone had ever done before. Right. Except so for I, whoever that one guy was. Why? Well, I, I don't know. If, I mean, we don't know if that person apostle. even that apostle succeeded That's true. further. Yeah. So I think knowing that on his first try, he was able to do it. Mm-hmm. He might be able to do even better. And I think that it's something useful because. Um, then they could save all the humans that are being possessed. Yes. yes. Yeah. So that's I, that. I thought it was very interesting that uh, Michael pointed out <coughs> yes. me, in this episode that any possession that you've seen in human history where people claim they were possessed by demons yeah. or yes. Satan or... No, it was angels. Well, he, right. he pointed that out. Yeah, in the last episode. <laughs> was that in the last episode? That was yes. in the last episode. Doing a double. Okay. <laughs> um, but still true. Are we going to get to wheel? Um, yes, we are. But first, I, we want to. I want to jump to the end where Alex then tries the mm. uh, the eviction again on Lewis. On Lewis, and because Gabriel's like laughing at him, like yeah. an eviction, yeah. really? <laughs> what year is this? Oh, um, but yes. yeah. So he's just like it, he's just laughing. Yeah, <laughs> what you hear is is that you think that this will work. And he just keeps going. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Eviction. That's not what he said. 30-day notice. I know. Evict this vessel or something. Yeah. Um, And then then he's laughing. What he actually said is sanctify this vessel. Sanctify this vessel. The power of Christ compels you. Yeah. The power of the guy that we never mentioned in the show compels you. Yeah. (laughs) I wish that he had to say the whole thing. It, like, kind of bums me out that he doesn't have to do this whole giant diatribe where he's just, like... um, (laughs) <laughs> where basically he has to say a speech and if he gets interrupted it fails I want that yeah. I want that to be a thing <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah so he succeeds Yay. yeah and he kicks Gabriel out and he's like whoa yeah and then Uriel's powerful and then Uriel's just like well then I guess he isn't the chosen one and she's there and we're all like what like what are you doing I think she's playing them both yeah <laughs> I yeah. mean she's clearly playing somebody I it, it stands to reason that she's out for some goal or gain that we have not figured out yet yeah. that we have not seen she's playing she she wants something that we don't quite understand yeah. yes can't even begin to guess what that could can't be wait to i see mean her. ultimately she wants god back yes right but how she's going to go about that we yeah. don't know who knows can't wait to see it yeah <laughs> but so this in the a whole other plot line in this episode the wheels yeah. are fighting a little bit yeah. <laughs> you might say a little bit um Big Wheel is has been like basically pri- imprisoned. Mm-hmm. Um, they, everybody he has, thinks he has ammonia. Unquote, yeah, pneumonia, and uh, William is just like trying to force feed him soup, and mm-hmm. he's like, "No, screw you!" Yeah. So he um, MacGyver's 
the um thing the, the, the lampshade the lampshade yeah. and picks a lock and escapes yeah pretty bad amazing macgyver and, and then this dude uh let, i think his name is lieutenant halloman yeah yeah uh is just what's there. my name and we've seen, <laughs> we've seen him what's around before i mean my? he's kind of just been all right heisenbergs uh but uh <laughs> but basically you know he just basically says you know how much do you know and he's like i know a lot more than others he's like great well you know, he's like, "Well, put down the shank, and I'll help you." Yeah. What in what world does that answer mean yeah, the, anything? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. And then he winds up taking him down to the basement and finds out that he's been tricked because this guy's loyal to William, who always actually seemed to care or pay attention to him as an individual. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then we're faced with the whole reason why the episode is called Ouroboros. Uh, so William gives him this big speech about the Ouroboros, and <laughs> you want to say Aurora Borealis so bad? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. Ouroboros. Um, Ouroboros. Okay. I'm going to, I got it. Mm -hmm. I got it. Um, but, and like basically how he has to become the snake. Yeah. If he wants to live, he has to give himself over to Gabriel's side. And destroy himself. Big wheels just like, you are nuts. And that's when William gives him a gun with with one one bullet. bullet. So he could, he could shoot, yeah, he could shoot his son and like take his revenge or, he has to kill his pet lion. Yeah, oh, lion! <laughs> and then, can himself. I just say, I, I, I know it's like an, a real lion, so they weren't gonna get like the lion like eyeing him completely. Yeah, the lion did not care about. Yeah, he's like, he's like, ooh, ooh, more leg room. So, <laughs> oh, kidding. Um, but yeah, then that happens, and I just found it so Shit. interesting I that mean, he had to live. Like wheels, just he's a survivor. Yeah, yeah. But um, I just found it so interesting how much of a bond he had with this damn lion because that's the thing that broke him. Dude's, way more than yeah. with William. <laughs> way more. But I mean, he's just sitting there in the next scene and he's actually just sipping on the soup that uh that William's giving him and he looks like he'd been crying for hours his eyes all shiny and wet with tears yeah. and I'm like, really? This is the thing. This is the I thing. Think, I I'm, think it was also, I mean, just seeing what his son had become. And what mm, I mean, because yeah. there's that line where he's like, your mother would be ashamed of you. And he's like, I know. Yeah. Um, so it's like having witnessed this transformation of this boy that you resented and seeing that and knowing that you're part of that, uh, mm-hmm. transformation. Yeah. And like as much as he may have resented him for like causing his wife's death and like all of that stuff, he was still a son. For mm-hmm. crying, yeah. being scared. Come on. And made him shoot a lion. Yeah. The la- probably the last lion, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. I don't want to talk about the lion anymore. Yeah. I just also <laughs> want to mention something that was really important because I know that this, you know, um, it's getting close there to the end. But I do want to mention and point out how important it is that Claire wants to move up the wedding by a week. Or yes. by next week, they want to get, she wants yes, to get married. Because yes, because as we saw, um, it was, a, it was a, I believe it was a week yeah. ago, um, she it went as soon as they get married. She's basically blackmailed her dad into stepping yeah. down, and yeah. she wants control now. Yeah, she is ready to take over the yes. city. Yeah. Um. So let's um. But let's with all those plans. Let's plan out some of our predictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you're after Buzz TV. So guys, quick round of predictions. Sorry. <gasps> My fear, me first. Um, I think that in the next episode we're going to see uh, less of Big Wheel because he's done his thing. But uh, I'd like to see a lot more of this backstory between Gabriel and Michael. Uh, also, I'd like to see more raging Michael because he <laughs> is awesome. Um, and we know that this episode was all about Gabriel kind of like trying to prod him into becoming the Flood again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, same thing. I hope we see more of that. I also see where I want to see if we're going to find out if where Uriel plays a part in this and what she's up to. Um, and I also stand by what my theory was in the last predictions episode, where by the end of the season, I wonder if Claire's going to die, and I wonder if that means William takes over. Now that we see that Big Wheel is completely just crippled and like done for now, um, so it's exciting. I think Noma is going to become uh, Alex's super sidekick now yeah. that we sh- she's an angel and she knows everything. Um, and I'm really excited to see more of that. And hashtag uh, Noma butt. Yeah. Hashtag renew Noma. <laughs> um, and I think that the wedding is going to be next episode. Red wedding. End of next episode <laughs> and something big and tragic. Not red wedding, but something just as equally. Yes. Yeah, so building off of that, I think that Noma is going to come back. There's going to be a lot of contention between her and Alex at first mm-hmm. where he's trying to figure out like his tattoos said don't trust anybody close this don't trust people close to you mm-hmm. he was just betrayed by a, a lover and a uh a, a, like basically a father figure yeah. is like potentially like a mass murderer yeah um so who can he trust i right. think he's going to end up trusting noma mm. over michael and that that is only going to cause all kinds of insanity yeah. for yeah. the whole uh, the whole of vega ultimately mm-hmm. when gabriel I think this, he sees this as a good time to start moving in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of problems. Um, so thank you guys for joining us. Yeah. This was a very fun episode of Dominion. Yeah. Thank you, Anton, for yeah, calling th- us. Thank you yeah, so much. Thank you very much. We got Anton Jephthah yeah. um, on the show. So, uh, so much fun to have him on. So much going ahead. We have only two more episodes yep. left in this oh, season. What? Guys, hashtag Renew Dominion. Yeah. Let's get this show a season two. It was trending on Twitter tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can make it happen. Do it. Um, so, uh, Tori Miller, where can the people find you on Twitter? First again, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Um, you can also catch me on other panels like the uh, Legend of Korra panel uh, and the Extant panel. And sort also sort out online. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm uh, Liz Rishmaui. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lizzie Maui. That's L-I-Z-Z-Y-M-A-W-Y. You can also find me uh, with Tari here on the Sword Art Online and the uh, Legend of Korra panel <laughs> and also uh, the Musketeers with my lovely co-host Yell here. Um, the people can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. There you'll find info about the beautiful stylings from Siren's Boudoir, as well as interviews with the cast of Dominion at Comic-Con. Also, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Google Plus at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Take it away, Zach. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And also here at AfterBuzz on The Strain, if you want more Religify with me, you can catch me on The Leftovers. And if you want cooking, you can catch me on MasterChef. <laughs> cooking. Uh, uh, thank you guys for joining us. I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 